My name is Matthew Becker. As the owner of a fitness facility and an attorney, I have a lot of things that I need to get done in a day. I've spent the last few years developing strategies that allow me to constantly move forward while also living the best life that I can live. On this podcast, I share those strategies with you along with other thoughts and ideas that allow you to live your best life through the concept of the aggregation of marginal gains. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Stronger Revolution. This month, we are in May. Yes, I'm here with our Athlete of the Month for May of 2022, Jared Cave. Jared, how are you this morning? I'm doing well, Matt. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome. Thanks for coming out on this beautiful day looking outside the window here. It looks like it's uh, just as sunny as it was yesterday. Is it warming up? Oh, yeah. It feels great today. It's okay. perfect t-shirt weather. You can wear pants and be comfortable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I went out this morning. I, I had to take uh, dogs for a walk. And I don't know, my apartment wasn't cool. So I was like, I'm all right going outside. And then I went outside in like a t-shirt and pants and it was like 47 degrees. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's a little chilly. Yeah. But all right, cool. Billy Goat is in here as well. He's probably passed out on his bed. So if you hear him jingling in the background, that's all it is. Anyway, Jared, uh, are you off today? You had like the whole day available. Uh, no, I just have a pretty flexible schedule at work, so I will be going to the office after this for the rest of the day. But, okay. Mm-hmm. Remind me what you do. Uh, I work for a nonprofit uh, ministry organization, and I am in charge of training all of our staff on how to fundraise. Hmm. That doesn't sound exciting. <laughs> just asking people for money. I'm sure uh, it's less. I'm sure it's... Asking people for money is actually kind of fun. Um, is it? Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if you meet any... Fundraisers in the world are like the most fun people. Um, when you meet like full-time fundraisers, uh, they get to hang out with lots of cool people uh, and they get to help them figure out how to use their money in ways that will help the world be better. Um, All right. That's a really good spin on it. Okay. I mean, it's not a spin. It's what no, it is. No, I, okay, fine. <laughs> I, I can appreciate that, though. It's not just asking people for money. Yeah, that's fair. But you you haven't always had that role within this outreach, right? Yeah, so I've been with the organization for 10 years. I spent six years doing college student outreach. Um, and That's then, what I was familiar with. Okay, yep. the college student outreach. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so the last four years, I've been in this more support role in the organization. Mm-hmm. And this was the position you came to, or, or, or this was the company you came to Pittsburgh for, right? Mm-hmm. According to you, if I remember your online interview correctly. Yep. So, okay. yeah, I spent about three years in Williamsport, PA, uh, working for them at uh, like Coleman College and Penn College of Technology, and then had the opportunity to take a role down here. Uh, and yeah, so I came here to be partnered with the homeless ministry. Uh, and spent three years doing that before I took on this role now. Okay. Well, very cool. Where are you from originally? I was born and raised in Vermont. Vermont, Northeast. Yes. My, my, my strong suit has never been geography. <laughs> so, okay. And then you came down. Did you come down to Pennsylvania because of your wife? 
Uh, no, because of work. So okay. neither, neither of us are from Pennsylvania. Uh, my wife was born in Michigan, spent high school in New Jersey, and we both met in college uh, north of Boston. And then okay. made it made it this way, and now we're Pennsylvanians. Then who's in the Poconos? Uh, that's my in-laws now. So they retired there. Got it. I don't know, six years ago. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, that makes sense. All right. Okay, well, very cool. So your fundraise, you know Michelle, right? Michelle, what? Uh, no, not Michelle. Christine. Sorry, I don't know where Michelle came in. Yeah, Christine Rue. Yes. Yeah, I was seeing a different different member for some reason. Yeah, and is she in fundraising with you? No, she is our VP of people. A VP of people. Mm-hmm. That reminds me, we, my dad was worked at a big international law firm, and they had a chief people person. Mm-hmm. So what does a, a VP of people do? Uh, I mean, the, the, the easiest way to describe it, it's like the VP of HR. Um, so if you think anything inside of an HR world... Recruiting, um, you know, policy, employee engagement, to uh, DEI stuff like all of that stuff is housed in that pillar of our organization, and she's the VP over all of that. Okay, DEI, what does that stand for? Diversity, equity, and inclusion. That's it. Okay, you're the oddly enough, you're the second person today who said that to me. Mm-hmm. I was talking to a, a number of member, another member this morning, and he also said DEI. And at the time, we were like in the middle of pull-ups, and I didn't want to ask him what <laughs> DEI was. But I thought I was like diversity, something. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So that makes sense. All right. All right. Well, thank you for clearing that. Oh up. yeah. Uh, okay. So we are in 2022. Mm-hmm. How long does that mean that you've been CrossFitting? So I started in November of 2017. Um, okay. My first child, Piper, was five months old, and in the five months since she had been born, I had probably gone running, which was my form of workout previous to CrossFit. I probably went running all of four times mm-hmm. in those five months. Uh, just was not being consistent, and so uh, my friends Tim and Carissa, former members, were here, and they recommended me try CrossFit, and I did, and I loved it. I'd forgotten that you came through Tim and Carissa. Mm-hmm. I had forgotten that also. And you went to church with them? Is that how you knew them? Yep. Okay. And that was at Presbyterian yes. Church. Okay. Um, okay. They, they didn't officially go to that church at the time. They were in our neighborhood. We knew them. Um, and they were visit like, kind of at our church one Sunday, and Tim told me, like, you would really like CrossFit. And I was like, really? And... So I was like, well, I'll give it a try. Yeah. But you're no longer in that neighborhood, right? You now have No, your... I still live, I actually live even closer to them. I'm, oh, okay. Uh, we, same, like, same block area, just moved like a street over. But you bought your first house. Mm-hmm. So congratulations on that. That's Thank cool. Thank you. Yeah. But now you're, you've been trying to do a lot of the remodeling of it. Yes. Like painting or something. I, yeah, I, I remodeled the kitchen. Okay. Um, you know, mostly cosmetic, but added a few cabinets here and there. Uh, completely remodeled a room to be a playroom slash office and then painted and a bunch of some other stuff uh, and then the work continues as all homeowner, good homeowners know there's the the projects the project list just grows never shrinks <laughs> well I used to joke with my dad if, if if you if you try to update everything in your house it's it is a constant stream because by the time you've updated the entire house you come back around to the first thing that you updated, and it's time to update that again, and it just keeps in a never-ending cycle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, and then you never account for, uh, you know, 
having to stay up late trying to fix your freezer. Ah, like last night, as <laughs> yeah. you mentioned before we started recording. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. At what point do you hire somebody? Do you have a threshold? Um, one, if I'm going to mess something up too badly. Okay. So if like, if, if the thing that I'm doing, I could mess up and it's going to cost me even more money or something's not going to work. Uh, so like plumbing, mm. if, if there gets to be a plumbing issue where if I do something, it's going to break something and the house is going to explode. Uh, that's when I would hire somebody. Um, or if I really just feel like I, I'm out of my depth of the, the skill. So, okay. uh, the only thing I've had to hire out so far is I had to hire a plumber just to come in and do one solder connection uh, in my basement. Um, <laughs> one so solder connection. I was like, I don't know how to solder and I don't want to try to figure it out now. And yeah. I came in, took him 30 minutes and he was done. Yeah. No, I, I get, I get that. And one of my thresholds was always gas. Mm-hmm. If there's something dealt with the gas line, I was out. I thought that too. I did. I have fixed a couple of gas in my house. Oh man, yeah. that makes me so nervous. Um, it's not. It's not that difficult. It's just, okay. if you can do plumbing. Like, I mean, if you can screw some pipes together, uh, you're pretty good. So, All right. All right. maybe I'll try it again in the future. Yeah. Uh, but you have a second kid now. You mentioned Piper, mm-hmm. and now you have a second. Oh man, I should know more details about this. Daughter, it's, okay. or, it's a daughter, daughter, right? Okay. Yep. So okay. she is eight weeks old. Remington Parker. Um, we're, we're getting okay sleep, you know, uh, and transition's been pretty smooth for up to two for, for people who have multiple. It's, it's definitely a, uh, a new world going from one to two kids. Okay. Because I think I asked you a couple weeks ago if it was easier now that you had a second one and, and you said, I think no, right? Because it was, you just have two of now of everything. Right. It's, it's easier that like the baby stuff that like you get so nervous about the first time, like that stuff's easier cause you've been there, done that. But, uh, but dealing with two and being, uh, you know, the, the, you can no longer double team, you know? Okay. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. And, and if you are by yourself, uh, you know, if Sarah goes off to do something or I go off to do something, then you're now playing zone defense. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> just, it just adds complexity. Uh, so it's wonderful, but it is, it is challenging. So I'll commend you. Uh, you, know, you said after you had, had Piper, it was about five months that you were very inconsistent with running and then mm-hmm. you got into CrossFit. I would say this time you've maintained a very consistent workout schedule post-child, mm-hmm. which is always very nervous from our perspective as the coach trainers, owners of you know, when, when either a, a female member has a baby or a male member's wife has a baby. It's so disruptive to schedules that it's a it's a challenge for us to try to keep the member engaged, just to hope that they continue to make the time for their own health and, and fitness. Mm-hmm. And you've done a really good job of it, I think. You've you've been very flexible with coming around to different classes. Any sage advice? <laughs> um, thanks for that. I I don't know. I mean, I. Part of why CrossFit works for me is because of the investment. I'm not going to put money into something that I'm not using. So um, I think that that's something that keeps me coming. Um, I also have some health motivations that keep me in the gym consistently because if mm-hmm. I don't, then I have some fear that uh, the big scaries might come back. So Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Well, since you segued into it... <laughs> 
I was going to go first with how you were progressing in your CrossFit recently, but, but we'll come back. Um, yeah, so the elephant in the room, uh, you know, people who know you eventually find out that you had a heart attack at the end of a CrossFit. Well, would you say the end or would you say it happened in the middle and we just realized it by the end of the workout? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, th- I think, you know, it depends on your definition of heart attack. So the heart attack started in the middle of the workout, yeah. yes, okay. uh, as far as I can understand, in the sense that my heart was not getting the appropriate oxygen it needed to get. Um the, the big scary part of the heart attack when, you know, when I coded, that happened in the hospital, yes. thankfully. Thanks to, to you and others who were <laughs> paying attention to me right? calling the ambulance that day, yes. Yeah, um, yeah so in 2018, I, I had a pretty massive heart attack and out of the blue, uh, completely out of history, you know, no family history or anything. Uh, and yeah, pretty life-altering in mm-hmm. a lot of ways, but thankful that I was healthy enough to weather it and, and kind of get back to where I'm at now. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the those who don't know it was Murph quite mm-hmm. unfortunately, cause I, I just feel like Murph is intimidating enough as it is. <laughs> and then people find out that like, Oh, Jared had a heart attack at the end of Murph. Oh God. No, <laughs> Murph did not cause the heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, and, and the, you, my doctors have confirmed as much that the, the I, it was coming regardless. Yeah. Uh, the you know the thing is, most heart attacks come in a time of stress. The stress is not the thing that caused it. It is just the the straw that broke the camel's back, you yep. might say. So, it, whether it was Murph that day or the workout the next day or whatever stressful situation came up a week later, like there was going to be a time where this this happened to me. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, for all of you thinking about Murph this month, do not <laughs> hesitate. Scale appropriately, but uh, you if, if, as, you shouldn't fear that you're going to have a heart attack. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but yes, luckily, we were very close. We, we are very close mm-hmm. to a fire department. Uh, having one of our members at the time was was the 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 head fire or the the chief I guess on the on the got the call and was like oh I know where industrial athletics is <laughs> and was able to shoot right over here got you to the hospital mm-hmm. got in, got uh, got necessary medical intervention yeah yeah and then it wasn't I don't know was it long before you came back it didn't seem like it was that long given a heart attack yeah I was it was less than six months wasn't it. It was, yeah. I was pretty surprised at how quickly I was able to bounce back. I mean, in the time, I think it was pretty gradual and progressive, so it wasn't like I just stumbled back into the gym. But yeah, I think I was working out again within like a month. Uh, I was starting to do some light resistance training within a couple months. And after like three to four months, I was starting to come back to to do CrossFit classes. Uh, yeah. Very different than before, but but I was back in the gym. Right. And, mm-hmm. But it was only different for so long. Mm-hmm. I remember you used to have to monitor your heart rate, and, you, mm-hmm. and, and, and they gave you, if I remember, they gave you like stepping stones. Like for the first three months back or whatever, you had to maintain a heart rate below a certain point to make sure it was all cool. And then they, and then they allowed you to get your heart rate up a little bit higher. And then yeah. I think eventually it was, I don't think you do it anymore. You haven't done it for a while, right? You don't monitor. Yeah. I'd still encourage that I don't go to my max heart rate. Okay. Um, but after monitoring for so long and knowing where my heart rate was, I kind of know my body well enough now that like I don't need to, to see the heart rate on my you know on my watch to 
to know like I'm doing okay or you know I'm I'm pushing it past my extreme and I should slow down. So, okay. Yeah. And then even in, into this to this day, you're continuing to progress in your fitness. Mm -hmm. So you've gotten stronger. Um, the higher one rep maxes for the various lifts, mm -hmm. faster metcons, you're increasing in your skills. I think your double unders are coming out in metcons now. Started, yeah. Okay. It's, uh, yeah, it, it was a, you know, it was, I was just glad to be back in the gym early on. Um, definitely fine, like, m you know, m scaling everything down further than I, I would have previously. But in some ways, I, I think actually doing that helped me build better base. Mm -hmm. um, so I know that one of the things that, because I had to keep my heart rate low, I would really learn to pace better. Um, mm -hmm. And and so as I got better and better and stronger and like more fit uh, in my cardio, it was actually pretty easy to start like adding the strength back on and adding back into, you know, getting into the higher scaling workouts. Um, so yeah, I, it's been, I've tried to not care too much about the one rep maxes and like the, you know, the, the results of the workouts, um, in this, you know, the last few years, but, uh, it's been fun to get back to some places where I'm seeing some, some real PRs again. Uh, so even just, uh, I forget if it was last week or the week before we did, uh, deadlift one rep and that was a, a, a pre-heart attack PR, so that felt Oh, good nice. Yeah. Nice. You exceeded it? Mm -hmm. You exceeded it? Okay, very good. Yeah, that was uh, last Monday. Mm -hmm. What did you get? I don't... Uh, 415. I very nice. Oh, yeah, I do remember that now. Okay. Because I always look on deadlift day to mm -hmm. see how high, how, how much how much over 400 <laughs> do I have to get this time just to stay on top. And anytime anything shorter to overhead comes up, you just, you take the day. Um, you got shoulders like no tomorrow. Yeah. So, but it, I think it was in some ways like... Scaling back was there was some some really good health to me, you know I I got a, had a four or five before the heart attack, but I know that it wasn't like great form. Okay. And so like, yeah, this wasn't perfect form, but it, you know, if I probably had a video of myself, you know, four years ago, this probably would have been a much much different uh, lift. So. Yeah. Well, very mm -hmm. cool. Very cool. And yeah, I do. We 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 noticed the increasing in the RX scaling. Um, so that's cool. So the, for, the, for those who aren't familiar, we do the standardized scaling at Industrial Athletics. We have the, the Platinum, the RX, you know, as written, however you want to talk about it. And then we scale down from there, steel, brass, and, and bronze. Um, and you've been a pretty consistent steel-level athlete, I think, for a number of years. And now you're starting to slowly inch up yep. to, that, to that RX stuff. As long as there's no muscle-ups... Or handstand push-ups. I, I I feel pretty. You know, RX is usually is usually where I shoot for. Okay. So, yeah. Is the muscle up a goal? Uh, I'd love to get one someday. Uh, as I said, the the results kind of the like the top end of the CrossFit world is not. Um, it's not something I'm overly concerned with. Over just getting in the gym and being consistent and being staying in shape. Um, but I'd love to get one if I could. It's just, it's not something I'm like actively trying to get to or have like a date in mind that I'd like to get there. Okay. So. okay. Outside of the gym, what's yeah. your next favorite set, favorite activity? Um, uh, I, if I'm, if I am not spend time with my family, uh, one of the things that is go to for me is disc golf. 
Oh, oh, that's that's right. I do remember mm-hmm. that. Okay. I couldn't remember it on the online interview, but yeah, the disc golf. Where do you play around here? I know there's a place like up Wexford. There used to be anyway. Yeah, there's actually a lot of places around Pittsburgh for disc golf. Really? Um, it's actually, and it's pretty dense. If you, the more that you uh, know how many disc golf courses are around in other places. So Shenley Park has a course. Um, Phillips Park, which is uh, like out... Banksville, kind of like Mount Lebanon area. There's a course there. Uh, yeah, up in Wexford at uh, Knob Creek. Yeah, I don't um, remember what it was called. There's a there's a course. There's another one up in Cranberry. There's one out in Deer Lakes. There's one in Moraine. There's a couple other in like the Swickley area. There's there's a decent amount okay. like right within driving distance. Um, and and the super fun thing about disc golf is once you have a couple of discs, there's courses everywhere and they're free. So it's oh, like, they are oh, nice. Yeah, most I didn't think about like that. the majority of them, probably like ninety five percent of courses are free. There's a few that are paid, okay. but those are they're usually um, like super challenging courses, and you probably wouldn't have a lot of fun on them anyway if you're an amateur. Okay. Um, Do you consider yourself a good disc golfer? Um, I think I'm pretty good for only having started in this last year. Um, oh, okay. Oh, this is a recent activity. Yeah, I uh. just started last summer, um, and I've played with a couple of people who have been playing a few years longer than I have, and like they've kind of remarked that I'm pretty good for only having started. Uh, okay. You know, this past year, so it it's a lot. Like anything, it takes practice and time yeah. to to master and to figure things out. So. Do you run from throw to throw? No. Ugh. That's my issue with regular golf. I'm like, man, four hours of walking from ball to ball. How boring can you get in the sport? Uh, you can do, if you're by yourself, you could do a, a round of 18 in like 45 minutes. We're talking disc golf, not yep. real golf. Disc golf, yeah. So whatever. it's not, like, if I had a couple hours to kill, I would... Probably do like two rounds at Shenley. Okay. Um, or like I'll take I'll do I'll throw like two sets at one course somewhere else. What's an average par? Uh, same as as uh, as regular golf. Like there's par threes, par fours, par okay. fives. It depends on the hole. Um, so like Shenley is all par threes. Uh, they're all shorter holes. Uh, but if you get to other other courses, you'll get some like longer, more complex stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, very cool. Very cool. Thank yeah. you for taking us into the world. And just for those who don't know, a hole in disc golf is not a hole in the ground. It's a it's a particular. It's like a like a cage. Would you call it? Yeah, they call them baskets. Okay, so, baskets. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's a right. it's a metal pole that has a, a a cage basket that the disc falls into, and then there's some chains that stop the momentum of the disc. So if they hit the chains, it'll fall down. Um, so. Yeah. I was going to ask if you hit it and it bounces out, but that doesn't happen. No. It can't bounce out. Uh, it can bounce out, so it's got to fall into the basket. Um, oh, so if it bounces out, it doesn't count. It does not count. It's like no. rimming the, the hole in regular golf. You have mm-hmm. to do it again. Oh, yep. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, so what's, uh, what's in store for, let's say, the next three months? The future? The summer? The summer. Yeah, anything coming up? Um, I mean, in our world, uh, Piper will end pre-K in, I don't know, three weeks. She'll start summer camps. Um, you know, we'll 
join some pool somewhere and that'll become a normal, you know, a day like today would be at the pool in the afternoon, uh, vacation with the family at some point. Um, yeah, that's the, the summer. Okay. Okay. Nice. Are you signed up for Murph this year? Uh, I am. I think I am. Okay. Which one are you going to, are you going to scale it or are you going RX? Uh, I'm going RX. I, I think I went RX last year except for... I think I don't. I didn't do enough push-ups. No. <laughs> I, uh, Not on purpose. I, I, I like. I think I wrote down the wrong number on my like uh, when I like wrote it all out to how many like whatever five, ten, fifteen, and I got to the end and I was like, oh, I didn't do enough push-ups. <laughs> Is that your favorite way of breaking it up? Five, ten, fifteen. Um, I think so. I think I did. Um, I think I want to do five, five. 15, five. Okay. Um, so five pull-ups, five push-ups, 15 squats, then five push-ups, uh, just cause the push-ups catch up a lot. So, mm-hmm. um, I'll probably do the similar, a similar thing this year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. For those, so those listening, Murph is four time run a mile, hundred pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 squats, run a mile. And, and I don't know if you would say the traditional way to do Murph, but one way to do Murph is to be able to partition that middle portion, the 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 squats, any way that you want, most popular of which is 5, 10, 15. But in recent years, it has come out that in order to break up those push-ups, you do five five pull-ups, five push-ups, 15 squats, five push-ups. So, and that, you did do some of that last year? I forget. Okay. I did, I did I've, I've, whatever way I broke it up, I got to the end and I was like, I did not do enough push-ups. Yeah. Oh well, second mile run, let's go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we will see you then on Memorial Day. Most of it. Are you staying for the cookout? And what are you bringing if you are? Um. So I, I signed up to bring beer. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So if I actually this week, um, my hope is to brew a keg. Oh, um, you're gonna so, bring a little home brew. Yeah. So hey. I mean, I'll take suggestions if you want. I I, I could make like a special IA, yeah, variety of something. But I don't know. I don't know what that would be. I haven't sat down to think about a recipe yet. Something blue. And as the teetotaler in the room, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> make it whatever you want. But all right, well, cool, Jared. Thank you for coming in. Yeah. Any anything you want to say to the listeners before we sign off? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> all right, no, I put you on the spot there. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for sitting down. I appreciate it, especially on such a beautiful day. I'll mm-hmm. let you get out into the sun, get out to work, Great. and uh, we'll talk to you soon, you guys. Go. Thank you as always for listening. We'll be back at least next month. Hopefully before that, with another episode here on The Strong Revolution. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions for future shows, please let us know. Otherwise, we'll talk to you soon. Bye.